You're Within the Norms, the blog that explores boundaries of medical science and law. Republished and reported by youairwithinthenorms.com. Norman J. Clement RPH, DDS, Norman L. Clement Farm Tech, Malachi F. McCandle Farm D, Belinda Brown Parker, in the spirit of Joseph Salvo Esquire Incorporated.T. Spirit of Rev. In the spirit of Walter R. Clement B.S., M.S., M.B.A. Harvey Jenkins M.D., Ph.D., in the spirit of C.T. Vivian, Jelani Zimbabwe Clement, B.S., M.B.A., in the spirit of the Han. Patrice Lumumba, in the spirit of Erlen Clement S.R., Walter F. Wren III, M.D., Julie Killingsworth, Renee Blair, R.P.H., D.R. Terence Sasaki, M.D. Leslie Pompey M.D., Christopher Russo, M.D., Nancy Seafelt, Willie Gignard B.S., Joseph Webster M.D., M.B.A., Beverly C. Prince M.D., Fax, Neil Arnand, M.D., Richard Call, M.D., Leroy Baylor, J.K. Joshi M.D., M.B.A., Adrienne Edmondson, Esther Hyatt Ph.D., Walter L. Smith B.S., in the spirit of Brom Fisher Esquire, Michelle Alexander M.D., Kudjo Wilding B.S., Martin Njoku, B.S., R.P.H., in the spirit of Deborah Lynn Shepard, Barris E. Muchet, Strategic Advisors. The most important medication is morphine. FDA Narcotic Analgesics. While it can be argued that all medication is important, I believe the most important medication is morphine. Because drugs containing the morphine molecule have been blamed for addiction and drug overdose deaths, the value and life-saving properties have been overlooked. Millions of individuals have survived traumatic injuries and can carry out their activities of daily living. If looked at honestly, the benefits far outweigh the few instances of addiction, 1%, and overdose deaths. Family Pub Knight Rebecca Delfino, Esquire on Morphine In the case of Rebecca Delfino, Esquire, from her video presentation in Faculty Publication Night, I'm reminded of a statement written by Paul de Cruyff, 1926 in the treatment of yellow fever and slightly modified that describes her dilemma. The stark difference between well-intentioned ignorance and understanding. Ignorance can be a killer in the hands of people with the best intentions, while knowledge can enable people to prevent or treat disease. Until that knowledge is obtained, it is often better to say nothing. Norman J. Clement RPH, DDS. Papa is a brand new empty bag. Stop demonizing opiates because some individuals choose to abuse substances that lead to their death. Remember, 450,000 people die from tobacco-related causes and 100,000 from alcohol-related causes. Walter F. Wren, 3, M.D. Excerpts from Yale Law and Policy Review. Spring 2023. Inter alia. The Misinformed and Misguided Prescription Abuse Prevention Act, a response to Delfino. Tuesday, February 7, 2023, 10.45a. Robert Capodi Lupo and Jacob James Rich. Our criticisms of Papa, however, should not be taken as an endorsement of the current regime under the CSA. We agree with Delfino that the P. prosecution of doctors under the federal CSA has been problematic in several respects. 72. Dr. Shulu Ruan, MD is a fellowship-trained, multi-boarded pain management specialist who has achieved eight medical board-slash-subspecialty board certifications in the United States, setting the world record for the most medical board certifications, according to the World Records Academy. However, this is because the CSA has made it more difficult for doctors to provide legitimate opioid treatments for patients out of fear of prosecution. As such, instead of abandoning the CSA regime, 
we recommend reforming it, specifically through adopting a more capacious definition of what constitutes a legitimate medical purpose. 73. Oh yay. Oh yay. Oh yay. The Honorable, the Chief Justice, and the Associate Justices of the United States Supreme Court. All persons having business before the Honorable the Supreme Court of the United States are admonished to draw near and give their attention, for the Court is now sitting. The Roberts Court, April 23, 2021, seated from left to right, Justices Samuel A. Alito Jr. and Clarence Thomas, Chief Justice John G. Roberts Jr., and Justices Stephen G. Breyer and Sonia Sotomayor standing from left to right, Justices Brett M. Kavanaugh, Elena Kagan, Neil M. Gorsuch, and Amy Coney Barrett. Photographed by Fred Schilling, Collection of the Supreme Court of the United States. This appears to be the path taken by the Supreme Court in the recent case, Shulu Ruan v. United States. There, the court interpreted the CSA's prohibition on doctors knowingly dispensing opioids outside of the usual course of his professional practice to mean that, in order to face liability, doctors must know the prescription was outside of the usual course of practice, rather than simply know he was prescribing the substance. 74. This interpretation may work towards reducing the chilling effect discouraging opioid treatments, as physicians can only face liability under the CSA if the government can prove beyond a reasonable doubt that the defendant knowingly or intentionally acted in an unauthorized manner. 75. Still, long-term maintenance of patients on opioids, especially illicit opioids like heroin, is still considered to be outside the usual course of professional practice and thus remains an unauthorized procedure prohibited by the CSA. 76. Maintaining those suffering from addiction on opioid regimes is considered a legitimate practice in many other countries. 77. Criminalization of pain care and doctors in America. American Agony by Helen Bopper RN, PhD challenges DEA DOJ targeting of patients being treated for pain. For example, qualifying physicians in Canada are allowed to prescribe long-term regimens, and even pharmaceutical-grade heroin, to people who are severely addicted to opioids. 78. The logic behind these programs follows from the idea that the harms of drug use will be reduced if a user can acquire the substance legally. 79. Recognizing that many people who are highly addicted to opioids are going to seek out these drugs regardless of legality, 80. These programs seek to reduce the harms of drug use by ensuring that users are given an unadulterated substance. In the United States, legalizing heroin-assisted treatment would require both a rescheduling of heroin from Schedule 1 to Schedule 2, and an agency reinterpretation of the CSA to recognize this practice as legitimate. 81. In turn, reforming the CSA to allow for heroin-assisted treatment would likely have a significant effect on reducing overdose deaths in the United States. As one review of the outcomes of heroin-assisted treatment in Europe concludes, these programs are associated with substantial improvement in health and well-being of the patients, including, a major reduction in the extent of continued injecting of street heroin, improvements in general health, psychological well-being and social functioning, as well as major disengagement from criminal activities. 82. And, crucially, heroin-assisted treatment is associated with reductions in illicit heroin use, suggesting that users are at a decreased risk for overdoses caused by laced substances. 83. The current nature of the opioid crisis demands solutions that recognize the nuances of the situation. Papa would only perpetuate the current failed approach by incentivizing the use of black market opioids, the principal driver of overdose deaths. Instead of limiting access to legal opioids, public policy should be working towards expanding the extent to which opioid users can continue to be treated by physicians in a safer, supervised manner. Amending the CSA to allow for the expansion of legal, legitimate maintenance treatment, rather than increasing the scrutiny of prescribing in an imprecise and ambiguous manner, 
proposes the best policy framework for reducing the harms of opioid use. If we unite and respect diversity we will become one nation. Nelson Mandela, Nelson Mandela Square Johannesburg, South Africa. For now, you are within. Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, Big Pharma Trail Day 31, 2019, DEA knew WHO, what, and where of illegal drug trafficking and chose to do nothing. You are within thenorms.com. The norms.